uh, you know, hopefully today will again encourage the ones uh, that have not got into real estate in a long time or for the ones that may be feeling uh, like this is not the time to invest. Um, possibly, you know, if they on the on the fence, they're straddling the fence. So hopefully it'll help you decide which side of the fence you want to be on. Uh, I was reading a book. Um, this well, I've been reading it ever since uh, Christmas. I'm close to being done with it, but um, it just talks about how um, how to manage money and how uh, to manage family and uh, marriage and and, and and religion. And um, you know, sometimes you just got to be uh, content. You got to be thankful. Um, it, was, it talked about Apostle Paul. How he talked about basically he gets his strength for the Lord. And when he wrote, you know, when he wrote that, uh, or when he was doing his writing. Um, especially that one quote talking about, you know, he gets his strength, um, his strength from, from Christ. Um, he was in jail and he was talking, just talking about being content with, you know, he's, he talked about in the past, uh, where he had a lot and he was content. He had a little and he was content, um, just being thankful, uh, for being in the graces of, uh, of, of the Lord, uh, still being alive and still being thankful that, you know, you, you got to think that. You have more than most. Um, and I know some people may have one rental property, two rental properties. But I think the average um, for a investor, I guess you could say, is only having one rental property. So, you know, if you have none, you're not that far from being average. All right? You're not that far. You may, you know, and, this, and having one is still a, a struggle to maintain. So just being happy and content where you are and just knowing that, you know, better things are going to come. Um, not trying to rush it, not trying to, you know, beat yourself down or anything like that. I want to thank uh, all my sponsors. Um, first sponsor is William and Son Grading and Hauling, uh, located in Salisbury, North Carolina. And again, that's William and Son Grading and Hauling. Uh, I want to also thank the um, Firepower United. Uh, they are a arena football team in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And they are part of the AAL2 League. And that's the American Arena Football League. And that's the AAL um, Firepower United. And their season is going to start, I think it's going to start in April, uh, April the 22nd or the April the 29th. So please come and check them out. They're going to be uh, located at the Annex uh, Coliseum. They're going to play most of their games, if not all their games, on Saturday. And if you don't know where the Annex is in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, it's in Forsyth County. And they're located um, right behind the Joel Coliseum where Wake Forest University plays. Greetings, my name is William. I'm representing Peachtree Property Management, where we invest in fixed and hold rental properties located in B, C, and D class communities. Hopefully everyone is doing well today uh, here on the coast of North Carolina. It's a pretty uh, pretty cold day, but like I say, just being positive about today, being thankful about today, and uh, hopefully, you know, you all are seeing the bright side of uh, just, you know, being on the uh, this side of the ground. Uh, so, you know, hopefully today will help you decide on uh, basically, 
um, you know, which side of the fence you want to be on for this upcoming real estate market. Uh, if you want to jump in, you want to keep waiting. Um, so if you have any questions, uh, you can contact me uh, on Instagram and you can find me at Peachtree Property Management. And again, that's at Peachtree Property Management. You can contact me on Facebook at, um, well, not the at sign, but it's WAG, W-A-G, Realty LLC. And it's WAG, Realty LLC. If you want to also uh, contact me on anchor.fm, uh, you can do so also. But I want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening to the podcast, whether you're on anchor.fm, Spotify, CastBox, um, you know, and all the other uh, podcasts. My feelings, I'm going to explain my personal feelings uh, about real estate and most definitely multifamily. I feel like now is the time to jump into multifamilies. Uh, they're not too expensive. Um, you know, uh, driving around North Carolina uh, this past week um, through big towns, small towns, um, I saw small, big, large multifamily homes going up, multifamily apartments going up by uh, big, big time, uh, big name uh, real estate companies. I won't release their names because, like I said, they're not sponsoring me. But um, I saw these homes popping up in many different cities, many different counties, all over the place, close to the interstate, off the interstate. I kind of take, um, uh, you know, main roads and, you know, just to break up the monotony of things. I don't always take the same um, road or uh, method of transportation, uh, you know, every time I go. Uh, it's about a, a little more than three three hours and 40 minutes. So it's close to 40, uh, four hours. And so, uh, you know, sometimes you can just get bored of just hearing the road noise over and over. So, you know, getting on and off the interstate, just dri driving and you just see all these single family homes, but some of them are popping up on, it's two or three homes popping up on one lot. Um, you know, you see some of these town homes popping up. You see some of these, um, a hundred unit apartment buildings popping up. Uh, so, People are uh, in the area, uh, at least in North Carolina, they're, they're, they're building, uh, and this can be a great opportunity, one similar to possibly, I know you probably hear this a lot, but one similar to 2008 to 2011, even though I feel like the crisis, um, the housing market crisis probably started in like 2004, 2006, but just to break it down to you, uh, just make it simple, uh, this can be a buying opportunity similar to the early 2000s. Now, you're going to have some that's going to bring up the interest rates. They're going to say that they're high, uh, but you got to realize people are still uh, lending and people are still borrowing. So, you know, you, you want to think of you think about investors. They've been, you know, think about when flipping wholesalers, whoever it may be, when they buy a home um, or even people that do the fix and hold like I do. If they get a loan, they get loans at anywhere from. 14 to 20 percent. And you hear on the news, the media, social media, news channels, um, you hear them talking about what well, interest rates are going high. They're anywhere from five to eight, probably some some places Midwest or out west, uh, 10 percent up north, maybe even higher. But, you know, you think about conventional loans being five to um, to 10 percent. I will say that. But with investors, they've been dealing with high interest rates for years. And if they can make money off of 14 to 20 percent, there's a possibility that there's there's money to be made out here. Um, so, you know, you just can't listen to everything that everyone says. You got to break down your own numbers, do your own research. 
um, and just see what opportunities are out there to be had. Um, you know, you're going to, you want to make sure you buy at the right price. You're doing affordable, um, upscales and you're doing forced appreciation by raising the rents. Uh, it's restricted to where, uh, investors are going to be buying, uh, investors are going to be buying in, uh, in, in areas that, you know, like I said, close to the interstate, closer to, uh, colleges, closer to the, the downtown. So you're going to have possibly less competition. Uh, than you did in the in previous times, um, you know, the, everyone that's in there, some people have are upside down um, and some, you know, some of them, have, you know, they rely on being able to, um, how you say it, get hard money loans. I'm not really hard money loans, but to constantly uh, do a refinance. Uh, and it's probably going to be a little bit harder for them, and they might they might have already been at their limits. They might have done some upscales that were that forced their price, and so they they had a high interest rate already. They already maxed out what they could uh, rent the place for because they didn't buy at the right price. So this is some of the things I always talk about. You want them number one, do your research so you can be able to make the right purchase price. And that's the one of the key things. If you buy at the right price, then everything else kind of, I won't say snowball and go down, you know, go downhill. But what I mean, like when I say go downhill, it'll be, you know, it'll flow a whole lot smoother for you. So <clears throat> where you're going to have some people that are, that have been in the past trying to, uh, well, they went through the process of refinancing and doing HELOCs and, um, just keep rinsing and repeating and doing the same process, um, they won't be able to do that. Um, so the amount of competition that you're possibly going to have in the future, uh, in the current uh, day and time, won't be the competition that you think you're going to have. Um, even the, uh, the bigger investors, uh, the bigger companies, they're going to stick to their old school niche um, of basically... Not buying dilapidated homes, not buying the ones that the uh, the grass is grown up tall in and it's on the foreclosure list or uh, the homes that are um, on the, what do you call it, the, the demo list. They're buying lots now because basically what's going on is they can they can buy a home or what they've done in the past is they buy a home for one hundred and eighty to 200000 and people don't take care of their home. So what's ha what, has, what has to happen is in the near future, they do repairs. And so then the, pair, the repairs start adding up and the, the amount of rent they, they charge slowly goes up and people, you know, and that's what people complain about. So what they're doing now is they're buying um, land. And so they're buying the land and they can afford to pay ten dollars to $20,000 for the lot um, maybe $25,000 for the lot and then build a hundred and, uh, you know, build a 180 to hundred, uh, uh, $200,000 house for $130,000 to $150,000. All right. So even though, you know, basically it's the cost of the house to build it from scratch is cheaper, uh, in some scenarios than possibly built, uh, getting houses already built. And then you have GCs already. It's easier for them to pull the, the permits. They um, already have a, a given schedule, work with those people. Um, they already know their timeline and uh, they have handy men that they can just call up and they come at, at the whim. And um, so basically they can buy in bulk also and get things, get material at a cheaper price. 
And so you see these homes coming up, townhomes coming up where back home, someone's putting, you know, two and a half acres, uh, putting 15 row houses. All right, so they're maximizing how many homes they can put on the lot also where you're going to see two or three homes go up on the lot. And these homes um, are not going to be huge. All right, And so when you drive around, you start seeing these homes. They're not going to be mill houses, but they're going to be anywhere from 900 to 1,500 square feet. And so in the 1,500 square feet could be also pushing it um, as far as like the max size. And so they're... Uh, they're able to build these homes and have them uh, a little smaller and they have enough room in between the lots to where they can probably buy, you know, those two and a half acres and put three homes, two and a half acres and put um, 15 row houses. All right. Um, and so you're not going to have the competition that you think you're, you're going to have. So you're going to still be able to drive for dollars. You're still going to be able to call people or drive around and see um, these houses that are. Uh, on the demo list, foreclosure list, um, and so this could be the time to buy um, to buy multifamily. All right, because I, you know I look online and I drive around, call people, talk to people, and you can see uh, multifamily. I wouldn't necessarily go past uh, a triplex, uh, but a duplex for sure. To where, because right now you're getting, you know, their rents are part on the low um, seven hundred to nine hundred dollars per unit. And so in some of these bigger cities, you're probably going to be able to charge a thousand or two thousand dollars, especially in like a New York, uh, maybe somewhere in Florida, certain places in Texas and, uh, and California. And so but, you know, for the standard minimum, you know, medium sized cities, uh, you're probably going to be able to charge seven to nine hundred dollars per unit. And the reason I say no, I wouldn't go past a triplex is because um, and I know some of y'all are probably wondering that. And I kind of. Um, when I'm talking about duplexes, but the reason I wouldn't go past a triplex is because then you're talking about a little bit bigger home. Uh, so the price is going to be uh, a little bit more. Uh, you know, you go for, in, in most cases, not at all, but a triplex, you can still get a triplex for um, probably in the in the range of 2,000 to 2,200, 2,300 square feet. Um, and of course, the more square foot footage, the more material costs. All right. But, um, you know, if you're getting it at the right price, like I say, just do your research. I was talking to a former uh, loan officer, and he still stays in contact with other loan officers. Um, they, he was saying that basically what's going to happen is these uh, bigger investors, what they're doing is they're, they're, buying, they're building up these 50 and 100 unit uh, apartments and row houses and stuff like that. And... I wouldn't even say apartments, but I say row houses and single family homes, and they building them up and they're doing the lease to own, all right, so they can make payroll. And so they charge them a little bit more for down payments, charging a little bit more per uh, a month on the rent. Um, because right now, interest rates are high and they, you know, the media and everybody has people worried. And so, uh, you know, and I say high, they're high for conventional and some of these, even the FHA and VA loans are still higher than normal um and so it has a lot of people worried so they, they're doing these lease to own options uh for up to a three-year period hoping that maybe things would be a little bit more stabilized people will be a little bit more comfortable and willing to um you know pull the trigger and try to get a loan and we'll be able to qualify for a loan um in the next three years so like i say don't don't fall for everything you hear in the media don't talk yourself out of it um 
because basically there's still avenues that you can go to get revenue. All right. Um, so you may not have the competition. Like I'm saying, you may not have the competition that you think you have. It may be less of competition or it could be the same amount of competition, but they're just going in different. Uh, they got different niches. All right. Uh, that, you know, that, that comfort zone. So find your comfort zone, stick to it and maximize what you're doing. All right. Um, I want to thank everybody for staying, you know, staying and listening to the podcast. Uh, if you have any questions, y'all can be reached at um, WAG Realty LLC on Facebook. And again, it's WAG, W-A-G Realty LLC on Facebook. I can also be, if you have any questions, I can be reached on Instagram at Peachtree Property Management. Uh, on Instagram, again, at Peachtree Property Management. And again, this whole podcast is to try to get people... Um, that were not into real estate, uh, into real estate and the ones that haven't been in real estate in a while to get them back motivated and interested into uh, helping me and others battle gentrification, you know, giving people affordable rentals in desirable places. All right. Um, so if you want to help, um, you know, making any type of small donation, you can give to uh, the Venmo at Peachtree Property. And again, on Venmo at Peachtree Property, property, and or at Cash App um, at Wag Realty LLC. And again, at Wag Realty, well, no, Money Sign, I apologize, Money Sign, Wag Realty LLC, and that's Cash App, what, uh, Money Sign, Wag Realty LLC. Any, any donation, big, small, medium, will be all geared towards uh, helping keep these rentals uh, affordable. And again, like I say, I appreciate you all. Until next time.